what uh, an adventure, right? <laughs> you know that old saying, uh, don't put your trust in man. <laughs> Let's put it in the Lord. <laughs> How's everybody doing today? Enjoying the service so far? Praise the Lord. As you may know that a uh, pastor is not here today. Uh, they went to the world conference. And so he tagged Sammy to bring the word today. Uh, I am so thankful for our praise team. Uh, they really uh, just blew me away. Can we give the Lord another hand praise for them? I mean, that was just phenomenal. I saw Josh, he had on that jacket up here doing his thing. Come on. <laughs> Amen. Uh, everything went together uh, real well. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit. Uh, I want to just go ahead and jump right in you don't mind. Um, and I believe the Lord will speak to our hearts today. And uh, we want to talk about this thing called trust. We have all heard the phrase, I trust you, Lord. Our U.S. currency says, in God we trust. But the question I have for you today is, can God trust you to trust him? Can God trust you to trust him? I want to uh, strengthen, encourage, and remind us that um, we should continue to look unto the hills from whence comes our help. Uh, our help comes from the Lord. Somebody say amen real good in here. Uh, we, we, we trust God to bless us with uh, things. We, we trust him to do that. But let me ask you this. What if, what if he don't? What if he doesn't heal your child? What if he don't bring about restoration? Will you still trust him? Will you still trust him? Has he already done enough for you that you're going to say, God, in spite of, I'm trusting you. I'm, I'm, I'm staying right here. I'm, my faith is not going to waver. I trust you. Hmm. All right. Second Samuel. Uh, 728, let's go right there. Oh, sovereign Lord. Sovereign means he's in control. Oh, sovereign Lord, you are God. Your words are trustworthy. Mm. And you have promised these things, good things, to your servant. Hmm. This is good. I want to read it in another version here if I could. Sovereign Lord, you are God. Your covenant, your covenant is trustworthy. Covenant is agreement. And you have promised these good things to your servant. Now understand this. This is where David made a covenant uh, with uh, 
God. God made a covenant with David and he said that your name would be great, your lineage would be great. How many know that Jesus came out of that lineage? Hallelujah. And, and the thing that I love the most about this particular passage, this verse here, is the word trustworthy. Trustworthy. We got to get to a point in our lives where we're going to trust the Lord. God, I trust you. If it don't happen, I still trust you. That's a hard pill to swallow, right? I trust you, Lord. Now, let's go to uh, Psalms 37, 3 through 5. This is going to bless, I pray. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord. And he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. Trust in the Lord. Somebody come on and quote uh, Proverbs 3. Five and six with me. Put it on the screen. Everybody read real good. Come on. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Come on. In all your ways, acknowledge in him and he shall direct your paths. Do you believe that word today? Do you believe that word right there today? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Man, that is a a good word. Look here. He says, trust in the Lord and do good. Do good. Trust in the Lord and do good. Put the next verse up for me. Nope, that's not it. That's okay. Psalms 37 and 27 says this. Turn from evil and do good. Then you will dwell in the land forever. Do good. We got a, lot of whole, we got a whole lot of people not trusting in the Lord and not doing good. I was uh, reading an article where... They did, the FBI did a raid. And uh, I'm getting a little bit emotional because uh, we, in Revolution, we actually sponsor uh, this teen sex trafficking. We raise $30 a month to save one child. So the FBI did a sting and they rescued over a hundred young folk man you're talking about somebody reading that article and jumping and shouting <laughs> but get this now they said that one of the children were uh, was uh, as young as 13 years old they arrested over 100 pimps in this sting it blessed me so much to see that God was answering our prayers. We said, God, turn it around. See, people are failing to do good, man. 
Okay, y'all, now get this. Somebody told me that I could just be me and relax a little bit and just be me because I talk to babies on Wednesdays and, and you know, I might throw a little crunk in my message, but y'all, y'all adults, just get with me, all right? Just, just, just give me a good amen and, and then, you know, we'll move right on. <laughs> How is that? But you know what? Doing good. What is, what is good in your eyes? You know, I, me personally, I just want to have a life of peace. I want to grow old and have some wisdom to be able to transfer to my children. I got to trust God to relay this information to me to communicate it. In such a way that they can grab it, understand it, and say, hmm, this makes good sense, Daddy, thank you. In other words, they can chew the meat and spit out the bone. Doing good. What do you do when you got temptation in your eyes? You're standing in the midst of temptation. And it's hard to do good. I, you got to face it. You have a choice to make. Do you choose the evil or do you do good? Come on. It's time out for being lukewarm. Either we're going to trust him. Or we not? All right, that's enough. Come on here. Come on, baby. (laughs) I love this part where it says, uh, dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. I was in another version. It said, dwell in the land and enjoy safe pastures. If you would do me a favor, we're going to do Psalms 23, and I really want us to do this together. I want y'all to read it with me until it, I get real caught up about Psalms 23, and I just want you to uh, read it with me. Here we go. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Come on. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. Come on. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Come on. Yea, though I walk through the valleys of the shadows of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Come on. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup runs over. Come on. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Stay there. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. Look at here. There's a a lot of things going crazy in my life right now, but surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. My children are not acting right. Sometimes it drives me crazy 
easy, but surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. I got a part-time job and full-time bills, but get this, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. All the days of my life. Trusting in God. And I'm going to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Surely. Goodness. Come on. And mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. He leads me beside the still waters. I went to uh, North Carolina on vacation and to celebrate my in-laws' 50th wedding anniversary. That's a, lot of la- that's a lot of love there, isn't it? 50 years, man. Now we have people barely making five, uh, 20. She said two. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, oh, and uh, on a side note, me and my beautiful wife, we're getting ready to celebrate our 25th uh, anniversary. And uh, pastor may get me for this, but you all are invited. Uh, and uh, we're going to do it here at the church. And uh, man, we're going to have us a, we're going to have a shing ding. Is that what y'all call it? Yeah, yeah. A little shing ding. Uh, have some vittles, <laughs> a little, 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 little sauce and gravy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hey, and get this now. We went to uh, Myrtle Beach for vacation. And I had two experiences in the water, in this water. One experience was that the water was nice and calm in the ocean. I mean, it was just a pleasant place to be. And I was just standing in it. And I'm just looking as far as the eye could see. Nothing but still, calm waters. It's just crazy. The sun was shining. It was just wonderful. And I'm standing right in it. Then there were days, man, that this water was so rough, you could hardly stand. The lifeguard wouldn't let you go too far out because the white caps, that's what they call that thing, was smacking me so hard that I could hardly stand. In other words, when the waves were coming at me, man, I had to brace myself to stand. So so what am I saying? I'm saying... That when you're trusting in the Lord, sometimes in life you're going to have still waters. And then sometimes in life you're going to have some rough stuff that will try and knock you down. So, but what do you do in the midst of the, the knocking down? You've got to brace yourself in the Lord and trust him to deliver you, to heal you, to strengthen you. Come on, because sometimes man, those waves hurt. Have you ever got knocked down one and you're like, dig, this really hurt. I feel like, I feel like, man, it was a workout when those waves are pounding at you. And get this, it's good for you to get beat up. Oh, God. 
It's good for the waves to hit you. Why? Why is it good to get beat up? Man, I'm thankful for some of the heartache. I'm thankful for some of the pain. Because in the midst of that heartache and pain, I was trusting God. And he brought me out. He brought me through it. I was able to stand. Come on. The Bible says, when you've done all you can do to stand, you got to just stand anyway. You got you to have a tenacity in you, man. See, see, I, only reason why I'm, I'm coming so strong like this is because I'm, I'm tired of the devil snatching up our marriages. I'm tired of the devil telling us that our children cannot be successful. What do you do when you're trying to stand? There's only one answer. You've got to trust God. It's hard to trust him, right? Hard head chap. My, my, my boy said, Daddy, quit calling me a chap because a, 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 a chap is some pants or something like that. I don't know. Uh, now back in North Carolina, you're a chap. If I'm feeding you and clothing you and you're laying up in my house. You, oh, let me get back. <laughs> let me break it down. Let me get back up in here. Stay focused. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. <laughs> I want to talk about a family, though. Um, in Second Kings, very familiar passage. This is Second Kings 4. Verses 1 through 7. This is a family. This family had to trust in God. They had to trust in the word from the man of God. It's crazy. Let's read this together. A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elijah, saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead. And you know that your servant feared the Lord. And the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. So we have a family here. A family. Man, wife, two sons. The man of the house is dead. The woman can't pay her bills. In this time, the creditors are coming and uh, they're getting ready to take these kids to be slaves. Let's read on. So Elijah said to her, what shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in, this, in the house? And she said, your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. Come on, one more. Then he said, go, borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty vessels, do not gather just a few. 
man of God asked her, what you got? She said, I got nothing. I ain't got nothing. Have you ever been at a point in your life when you say, man, I, I, I don't know what to do. I got nothing. I've been there. I've been there at that place where you like, man, and I'm, 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 I'm laying in my bed, and I, I'm on my pillow, and I'm like, I, I got nothing, Lord. I'm tired. Life is crushing me. And if, and if you don't fix this, I, I'm going to lose my, my little bit of mind here. I got nothing. So I love the fact that, that it, the man of God told her, go get some pots. Go get some empty vessels. What do you have? What little bit of faith you got? If you have just a faith the size of a mustard seed, you, come on, you can speak to the mountains and it will move in Jesus' name. So, so he said, what do you have? And she said, all I got is a little oil. All I have is a little bit of oil. She, he said, hey, 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 I tell you what, go get some pots. Go get some vessels. Go talk to your neighbors. Get me some vessels. And uh, this woman trusted God. I mean, this woman trusted in the word of God. Come on. The man of God gave her orders and she did it. But in my mind, I would automatically be thinking, because I tried to put myself in this woman's situation. I said, I ain't got nothing. (laughs) And you want me to go get some pots. Some vessels to do what with? Come on, have you ever had just crazy faith? This is, this is trusting in the word from the man and crazy faith. Why pray for a child that's not acting right? Crazy faith will say, no, no, my son is coming home. He's going to be the prodigal. Hey, he's coming back to the house. Come on, somebody. Crazy faith. The marriage seems to be dried up. and No, no, no. What God has put together, let no man put asunder. Come on. Nothing can separate us from the love of Jesus Christ. What do you do? You got to have radical, crazy faith. That's what this woman did. Come on, let's keep going. And when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you. Thank you, Jesus. The past is closed. Oh, yeah. The past is over. New beginnings now. You shall shut the door behind you, you and your sons. Then pour it into all those vessels and set aside the full ones. What? Look what faith will do. Look what trust to do. I say, look what trust will do. When you trust in God, when you turn the switch and not focus on self, Lord, what am I going to do? Now, trust in God to give you a plan. Remember what we said in, earlier in, in um, Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not to your own understanding, and he will, come on, uh, uh, direct your paths. He'll direct your paths. Come on, let's keep going. So 
She went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons who brought the vessel to her. She and she poured it out. Keep going. Now it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said to her son, bring me another vessel. Hey, the vessels were full. Uh, And he said to her, there is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. Then she came and told the man of God. And he said, go sell the oil and pay your debt. And you and your sons live on the rest. How many know we serve a God that can turn it around and make a bad situation good? Everything that the enemy meant for evil, God can make it good. Yes, he can. Man of God, lift up your head. It is not over. God can make it good. God can make it good. He will make it good. Let's keep going. Anybody did this good stuff right? Good stuff? Praise the Lord. Delight yourself in the Lord. Delight yourself in the Lord. Somebody shout that out. Delight yourself in the Lord. Do it one more time. Talk, talk with some power here. Delight yourself in the Lord. Delight means to experience great pleasure and joy in his presence in his presence somebody say in his presence come on delight yourself in the lord come on do it again delight yourself in the lord listen here you got to do it you have to do it you got to make up your mind that you're going to bless the lord Uh, You got to make up in your mind, for God I live, and for God I'm going to die. Hey, 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 I'm going to be blessing him while I'm dying. Come on, somebody. I'm going to be praising him anyway, and I'm giving him praise in advance for what he's going to do. Come on. I love the way David says it, man, in in Psalms uh, 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 34 when he says, I will bless the Lord at all times. Yeah. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul make a boast in the Lord. Read with me. And the humble shall hear of it and be glad. Come on. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Come on. I sought the Lord and he heard me and he delivered me from all my fears. Go down to verse 8. It's going to bless you real good. Come on here. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed. I said blessed. Is the man who trusts in him. Whoa. Somebody shout out, I'm blessed. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm blessed. I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed in the city, I'm blessed in the fields, I'm blessed in my coming and going. I'm blessed, hallelujah. I'm not the lender, I am am the lender and not the borrower. I am blessed. Blessed. Jesus Somebody shout out, I'm blessed. 
This is the mindset you got to get right here. You ever been in there? I see this right here. There's a marathon, and that guy is uh, at the line, at the starting line. In his mind, as he sits here and does this, he only got one goal. That's to get to that finish line. Get this first. As he mounts up and braces himself to, 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 to take off on your march, get set. Guess what? In his mind, he's already a winner. I said, brother, he's already, in his mind, he's a winner. And I want you and this lovely lady here to know that y'all are winners. Winners more than conquerors. And he who has begun a good work in you will, hey, complete it in Jesus' name. I said in Jesus' name. So I'm, I'm excited because at the end of the day, when we put our trust in God, I'm blessed. I'm blessed right in here. I'm blessed up in here. I'm blessed. Get this. You're blessed. I said you're blessed. Put your trust in God. You're blessed. Believe Jesus in spite of. You're blessed. Restoration, restoration can come to you. You're blessed. I want to talk to you a little bit here. And I'm going to move down a little bit. I want to talk to you about John 6. There's a lot going on in John chapter 6. I was sharing with the intercessory team that there's 71 verses in John chapter 6 starts off with Jesus healing the disease. And the beautiful thing about this is it draw, I mean, it drew a crowd of people. You know, just a crowd of people came to see this man called Jesus and who could lay hands on people and, and, and they recover. Also in John chapter 6, this is what Jesus had fed the multitude, 5,000 men, the Bible says. You know, we got cheering in the, in the moms too. Come on. Uh, uh, but but 5,000 uh, people with two fish, five loaves of bread. Uh, also in this John chapter 6, man, we got the disciples out on the water. And Jesus is walking on the water. Crazy, right? The, the disciples is freaking out. And Jesus said, yeah, it's me. Cool out. Chill, chill, chill. It's me. <laughs> just, just relax. It's me. So get this. In the earlier part of the passage, man, you got miracles, signs, and wonders going on. People are amazed at this great Savior we serve. Latter parts of the verse, the miracles stop. 
they stop. Jesus begins to tell them who he is. He says, I'm the bread of life. Come on and eat of me. Learn of me. I want to tell you, I want to give you this good statement right here. And I'm going to jump right in there. Let me just turn this here because this is really cool. Jesus told them that he was the true bread from heaven. He said he would give. He said, who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. So Jesus is telling all these people this, man. Get this. Many people didn't believe. They they couldn't receive it. In other words, the language was just too strong. They trusted in the Lord as long as they was getting everything they wanted. When they saw the, up in the earlier part, when they saw the miracle signs and wonders, man, they was trusting in God. God was the man. But when they started telling the truth of who he was, they said, I I, I can't receive that. And the Bible says that many of these disciples walked away. They walked away. They left Jesus. They left him. Jesus has a meeting with his disciples, his uh, 12. And he say, are you offended too? You two going to leave? Are you going to leave? Man. Get this. He says this in John 6. All the way down, bro. This is Peter talking. But Simon Peter answered him. Lord. To whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Peter was saying, in other words, what are we going to do? I mean, where are we going to go? Have ever, has, has anybody ever, you, you know, I'm at a point in my life right now that I don't have time for a whole bunch of foolishness, hocus pocus, and all of this kind of mess. No, no, I'm trusting in the Lord. So, so when, when life is good, I'm trusting in the Lord. When life is bad, I'm trusting in the Lord. If it don't go my way, I'm still trusting in the Lord. So, Lord, where am I going to go? What am I going to do? The only thing I can do, and my brothers and sisters, I'm, I'm, I'm praying that, that you do it too. The only thing we can do is trust in the Lord. Josh, if you would come on up, sir. Let's read verse 69. Also, we have come to believe and know that you are the Christ. Get this, the son of the living God. Get this, you got to believe and you got to know. 
my brothers and sisters, do you believe truly? Do you believe that he is the Christ? Man, he loves you so, so very much. So very much. Why not trust him? Get this. Not half-hearted mess. I'm talking about with all your heart. When it's not going so right. And you don't understand why it's happening. Have anybody ever just said, God, why is this happening? Got to trust him. Got to trust him. I'm going to ask you to do something for me, please. If you would bow your head. I'm going to ask a couple questions today. Help us, Lord. How many would say that this message, it it was kind of encouraging? You understood what I was saying? If you understood that, let me see your hands. Praise God. The second question. During this message, God was showing you situations in life. You know what it is. I don't. But God was showing you that these are some things that I need to trust you more in. If that's you, raise your hand. My God. My God. Listen, this is what he's saying. He is saying the message today is about those situations. The message today is about the circumstances. Now he says, the ball is in your court. What are you going to do? I choose to trust him. I'm going to ask uh, some leaders to come forward, please.